Burn it, I said. And we did. Fine. I'm just thinking Fine. of the TikTok audio. Burn it. Burn it. Yes. <laughs> Don't just stand there and look stupid. Did I say stand there and look like an idiot? No. I said, I said burn, burn it. it. That's why I picked this quote. That's fantastic. <laughs> but this is Two Mourners, One Book Club. I'm M And I'm Jordy. And today we are going to go over the last two chapters of our, not our book, of the book, <laughs> Shadow and Bone. We have made it this far, which um, came a lot more quickly it than either of us thought. Mm -hmm. um, but we are excited to finish up the book. Um, we left last week at um, Alina. Where were we? Uh, we ended where <laughs> she said. We ended where she. Um, where we. Jenya revealed her part in all of this, and Alina said, for what it's worth, tell David I forgive him. And in her mind, she already has forgiven Jenya, but she's still going to let her stew in that a little bit. Which, like, fair. Fair, but I think she'll but live also, to regret that. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, so we just ended with her internally forgiving Jenya, verbally forgiving David, um, and so chapter 21 starts with Alina still thinking of Jenya, but um, not about what she did or anything, but she's thinking about how uncomfortable she must have been um, in all her years of the palace because mm -hmm. she did not fit in with the Grisha because she was a tailor. She was gifted to the queen, um, and so she doesn't really have a place, and so she thinks she's imagining how Jenya has felt and mm -hmm. what has let what how she felt helpless essentially um in siding with the darkling and doing his bidding yeah. um and leading Alina to where they are now yeah realizing that Jenya is another victim not only of the king mm -hmm. but also of the darkling yeah so she she Alina's like oh the darkling put her there and then gave her this opportunity to better herself even though he put her in the situation that mm -hmm. she's in so again because remember, he's like the original, the OG, the one and only, the original and still the best, Darkling. And so Gag. He, he knows that the king is a pedo mm -hmm. and gross. And so he just... Is icky. He's the puppet master. Mm -hmm. um, and then Alina kind of notes that Jenya doesn't seem to have regrets, but David does. And she does hope that there are more people who have regrets for helping the Darkling. Mm -hmm. um, but I, again, I don't think we can fault Jenya for no, for not no. regretting. Because she's, she's been assaulted by the king. Like literally her whole life. Yeah. So it, I understand where she was coming from. Um, but it's just like not a great situation all around. Yeah. So anyway, um, Alina's thinking about them. And then Ivan appears and is like, the Darkling wants to see you. <laughs> and so they're in the darkling darkling's tent alina sits across from him and she asks him why do you even want to talk to me it's you're not going to listen to anything i have to say so why am i here he's like oh mal what about mal mm -hmm. uh because she knows he's only going to use mal as an incentive to get her to do it as leverage um, mm -hmm. so that's the only reason he brings up Mal, because if y'all remember in, uh, one of the past episodes, 
really anytime the Darkling brings up Mal, he doesn't say his name. He's like the tracker because mm-hmm. he's so fragile in his masculinity. He's yeah. a little jealous boy. He says the tracker or the boy. Like he never <laughs> calls him by his name. But at this point he's like, oh, what about Mal? So he, it's intentional that he only brings Mal up um, to show Alina that if she doesn't do what he asks, that he will hurt Mal. And mm-hmm. um, that's pretty much the only way that he he's going to get her to do anything. Um, but she also knows that the Darkling is, is greedy. And so she's like, Mal is the best tracker that you will ever have. So you really shouldn't kill him because he, mm-hmm. he found the stag. No one else could find the stag. He can find whatever else that you need. And then the Darkling um, kind of observes Alina. Um, so backing up. Do, 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 do. Here. Uh, so, Alina knows that the Darkling, or, the Darkling knows that the only way, not the only way, but the easiest way to get Alina to do what he wants her to do is to bring up Mal. Mm -hmm. Alina tries to leverage Mal, saying, like, he's the best tracker that you'll ever have. And then the Darkling is, essentially is, like, hey, I, I've given you all this power, but you still think that you can run off with your tracker? Mm-hmm. Look at everything I've done for you, and you still want him. You have all the power in the world, and all you want is a small life. Mm-hmm. And then Alina points out that she's doesn't have power. He's the one controlling it, and she's essentially a slave to him because he's the one controlling all her power. Mm-hmm. And then Darkling's like, "But I'm fighting for Ravka's future. I right. I have the. I am burdened with glorious purpose. Whatever. Loki ass beat." <laughs> um and Alina almost believes him because she still she still has that pull. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to overcome that. She wants to think that he still has some good in him. Um but then she realizes that he lied to her and that he's mm-hmm. not being fair and yada 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 and all the stuff that we've been we've known the whole time but yeah. she's coming to the realization. Like, oh. And then the Darkling laughs and says that someone has to help the people and the king won't do it. Uh, If we remember, the king is incapacitated because he has been poisoned, probably by Genya, probably at the urging of the Darkling. Um, But the Darkling Mm -hmm. still believes in this great idea that he has for Ravka to unite it. And he's the only one who can do it. Alina essentially tells him no. Um, And so then the Darkling calls her to him. Mm-hmm. So she goes towards him. She feels the pull and literally physically goes towards him. Mm-hmm. Then he reaches out and touches Morozova's collar <laughs> on her neck, which icky. Um, I'm surprised they don't sell that at Hot Topic. <laughs> I am. Honestly, it's only a matter of time. Maybe after season two. Maybe. But uh, when are we getting season two? We got the... <clears throat> we are at the point where we have gotten the sneak peek and that it teasers. is coming in 2023. <clears throat> but we would like it... January 2023 would be beautiful. That would be a lovely birthday present. Oh, it would. Right? So he touches Morozova's collar and then Alina's neck. So he's like reaching up uh, and she kind of describes being uncomfortable, but it also thrills her. Yes. I was just skimming that part where it's so, it's another, there's a term for it, a psychological term. It's like emotion, physical discordance or something like that. Where she knows in her mind that it's wrong and that she does not like him and that he's horrible, but her body still has a visceral reaction to him. 
<laughs> we're making ambivalent faces. Like, and who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah. But, like, you know, so it's just this tidal wave within her of, like, this is thrilling, this is intoxicating, he's disgusting, he's done horrible things. And that creates a tension within yourself. Pros and cons. (laughs) Let's Let's sit down and make a list. So, in retrospect, there's, like, a lot of cons. (laughs) A whole bunch of red flags. So many red flags. But he's really, really attractive. Have you considered... (laughs) That Have you considered though? Ben he's Barnes. really pretty, um, <laughs> and he he has a vision. I know. No. And like, no. 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 <laughs> you can see like Alina can kind of see here. Like you can see maybe at one point in time it really was about Ravka, mm-hmm. and it really was about stepping up when nobody else could. But he he's literally so old. It's like the you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Mm-hmm. That's him. Yeah. Like. He's had centuries of this plan, trying to trying to build this plan and to mm-hmm. quote unquote fix Ravka. Mm-hmm. That it's devolved into um, into his cult of personality. What is it called? Into uh, like your narcissism. No, you're trying to get it. It's a very basic word, um, like your okay, last sucks. ditch, last ditch effort. Yeah. I don't know. I wish I could take it out, but I don't know what you're trying to say. I'm going to think about that the rest until I remember. You're going to wake up in the middle of the night and be like... (laughs) Yeah, but he's... um, Last ditch effort. He's grasping at straws. What is that word? Desperate? Maybe. desperate. It's not quite... That's not... It's it's stronger than that. This is going to bother me, too. I know. Can we pause this? What is it? So after some discussion, we could not find the word that we were thinking of. But <laughs> in summary, the Darkling has spent hundreds and hundreds of years building mm-hmm. up this plan, putting essentially all his hope on Alina or a Sun Summoner. Mm-hmm. Or the concept of Alina. Yes, the concept of Alina. And it is his only choice. He feels that it is his only choice and mm-hmm. this is the only thing he has done. So he is... Getting desperate. Mm-hmm. We're still searching. We're still searching for that word. Yeah. It's like, and I was just saying, you can see where it kind of, I mean, not really, <laughs> but from a narrative viewpoint, you can see kind of, if you thought about it from his point of view, where he's coming from, because he's meticulously planned every broad stroke of this plan for millennia. And then a 17-year-old girl, you'd think that'd be the easiest part of the plan to manipulate, to fall into place, but... Not so. Oh, contrary. Not so. Darkly. The indomitable power of the human spirit, or however that goes. <laughs> um, so after he touches her neck, um, I can touch you. <laughs> <laughs> he, <Ooh>. sorry. <laughs> he accuses Alina of betraying him, and says that he knows she's not sorry, mm-hmm. but she should beg for Mal's life. Which ew. Yeah, it's like. He's at a point where he knows that she's not, at this point in time, going to say these things of her own volition, but he also knows he has her backed into a corner. Yes. And so he's like, fine, yeah, beg for your life. Beg for his life. And Alina tells him that she'll try to kill herself if the Darkling doesn't show Mal mercy. And then the Darkling kisses her. And she lets him. And she, internally, she's like, I hate, she... Essentially, is telling herself that mm-hmm. she hates the kiss and the darkling, 
but his power is still tugging at her. Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't completely hate it because of that mm-hmm. power. Um, which, power dynamic. Ew. It's, he got into a consensual <laughs> Topical friends. Very topical. We are on brand. No, we're not on brand. We're not on trend. I don't know. We're 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 trying. We're here. We're doing our best. (laughs) Um, And so after he pulls away, um, he calls for Ivan. And poor Ivan is just like waiting around for the Darkling's call. And he tells Ivan, the Darkling tells Ivan that Alina can go say goodbye to Mal. Because he's going to feed Mal to the Volcra. I'm going to feed him to the Volcra. Okay, that's one way to make sure that she stays upset. Like, right? If you if he's trying to win back her trust, that is not mm-hmm. the way to do it. Mm-mm. That's just me. Um, but hey, uh, and Alina tries to put up a fight, and the Darkling's like, "You're gonna be fighting for a long time." Yeah, because remember their powers—they're so rare. The Darkling and a Sun Summoner. That they live for a long time. So Alina doesn't realize it right now, but her lifespan is probably going to be equal to, if not greater than mm-hmm. his. And so he's like, these are fleeting emotions. I can wait you out. I have practice doing that. Which is like, <laughs> icky, icky, icky. How long have you been 17? A while. A while. <laughs> yeah, except he's been... 17 longer than no, Edward Cullen was. I'm going to say he'll, he's been like 22. Because she says that he seems a little older than her. Yeah. That's true. I'm going to say 25. Yeah. I'm going to say 25. His, his prefrontal cortex is fully formed. Well, maybe it's not. Oh, and that is why. Maybe. maybe. Mm. I've seen this is a little bit of a tangent, but we're going to go on it. I've seen so many TikToks of people saying the reason that the Cullens make such bad decisions is because Carlisle's only 22. And so he's forever frozen at an age where his prefrontal cortex, which is critical to decision-making, is not fully formed. The oldest, Cullen, is Esme. She's 24. They're literally all children, forever, making stupid decisions. That's fair. And so I'm going to bring that back to this and say he's probably, yeah. Yeah, 21, 22. Yeah. When is your prefrontal cortex? Like, 25, right? 25 is when it's done. Let's go 24. Okay, he's close, but no he's cigar. He's close, but there's still... Because he's almost there. He has had He's been able to do these years, plannings. Yeah. But there's just that... It's the little part that's yep. not completely developed mm-hmm. where he's like, no, this is the only way. This is the only way you yes. don't understand. Yeah, where he's so stubborn. There's oh, other we were ways. so close to it. We were so close to the word just then. <laughs> I could feel it. I could feel it like more so of a stag. We were so <laughs> close. If anyone knows the word uh, we're talking about, please send us please. an email. <laughs> Please, <laughs> twomournerspod at gmail.com, please. Two spelled out, T-W-O. Yeah, T-W-O. Um, anyway, we'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying on. It's going to bother us. Um, and so Ivan comes in when the Darkling calls him because he has nothing else to do. <laughs> and it's true. he pulls Ivan. her out of the tent and he's like, stop crying. Because Alina hasn't had enough mm-hmm. going on in her life. He doesn't allow her to cry. And he gives her a cloak over her kafta because she got a, the kafta that she, mm-hmm. they gave her the kafta that she wore to the showcase. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it has black on it. Um, and they reach the jail where Mal is and Ivan tells mm-hmm. the guard to like let Alina go in. Uh, and they go down some stairs, which I'm, it's like a campsite, but there's still stairs. Are Maybe. there stairs? Let me look. 
Maybe not. Maybe I read yeah. that wrong. No, it yeah. says at the end of the hall, Ivan unlocked a gate and we descended a set of rickery, rickery? rickety stairs. Isn't that the name of the kid in Twilight? I continue. <laughs> um, to a dark windless room, windowless room lit by a single guttering lamp. Yeah, I guess they just, he just had somebody dig out. Fabricator. Like a, Fabricator. Yeah. yeah. So. Had made an earth settler. Yeah. They get to Mal, he's in a cell, and Ivan tells Alina that she has the night. And then he leaves. Which, like, I guess you can appreciate that. A a bro move, question mark? Ivan is... It's not not a bro move. Is Ivan a Molina stan? (laughs) (laughs) Ivan said, go, my OTP. (laughs) He's like, Dark Lena? Dark Lena, I think not. Molina, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And so he leaves them... Alina tells Mal what's going to happen and that essentially the Darkling's going to use her powers and he's going to probably kill Mal. And Mal's just like, all right. Like, he's still kind of trying to comfort Alina mm-hmm. and to make sure that she feels that what's happening is okay, which I appreciate that a little bit because um, she has been through a lot and he's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. he's finally seen it firsthand. Yeah, he's doing his best. Mm-hmm. Like... He even tells her, I love you, even the part of you that loved him. Which. That's a big thing oof, to say. That's a big oof. thing to say. Because if we remember um, when they found the stag, the Darkling's like, did you tell him what I taught you in the dark or something like that? Mm-hmm. Which is nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. Sorry. It was nothing. I'm conditioned to it. <laughs> it was nothing, um, but lots of um, innuendos up the wazoo. Don't say it, Jordan. Um, <laughs> but then you said up the wazoo. <laughs> what else am I supposed to say but in your endo? <laughs> um, but that's huge for Mal. And I think yes. for me, um, because in the book we only get Alina's point of view, mm-hmm. I kind of thought Mal was not super great. Um, but then he he tells her that, and it's like, okay, I I see more merit to him. I did. It's not that I disliked him. I disliked but him, but I liked Shomal better. Yeah, Shomal was better because Shomal had this moment way earlier. Mm-hmm. But so we'll this get to is that. Fine. We'll this get to that fine. in a second. Yeah. Um, sorry guys, we're a little off kilter today. Um, best. And so he again, t- Mal tells Alina that he loves her, even the parts of her that love the Darkling, and then mm. they kiss through the bars. Uh, of the cell. What if we <laughs> kissed in the bars of my cell <laughs> before I'm supposed to die? And then they reminisce about their childhood in Karamzin. Uh, <laughs> I was going to do the Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> the orphans. <laughs> the orphan. <laughs> it's like, you know, at the orphanage. Um, so I'm so sorry. We've been quoting Nacho Libre all like, day. Like literally it's all fantastic day. Fantastic movie. Uh, and so then as they're reminiscing about Grams and Alina tells Mal how she got the scar on her hand. And in, um, right. in the first episode, we were like, how did she get it? We can't we really forgot. remember. Because <laughs> it's in the, it's in the it's last, in the, second in the to last, last chapter. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, I can't remember. I can't find where it was. It's because it's at the yeah. end. And so, um, she tells him that one day she was in the kitchen and was fixing a cup that had broken mm-hmm. and she was waiting for Mal to get back from a hunting trip and when he came back, he um, ran up to her and, like, lifted her and spun her around. And Aww. so she hugged him back and was, like, holding him so tight and holding the cup in her hand so tight that a piece of the cup cut her. Um, and she says that everything changed that day. Mm. Um, and uh, she kind of realized... 
everything changed that day in the sense that she kind of realized that she was in, in love yeah. with him. She was like, oh, he's the my whole reason for everything. Yeah. Which, cute. Um, but don't put all your worth in one man. You know? Yep. You you are your own worth. Amen. Anyway, continue. Um, <laughs> and then Mal kisses the scar. Super cute. Whatever. And they fall asleep uh, next to each other with the um, bars in between them. Rip. So, super romantic. So sweet. So, I know you don't like hand-holding. Would you let somebody <laughs> kiss your hand? That's all I need to... You're going... <laughs> her face is like... Ugh. Like, the top of my hand, that's fine, oh, but... Oh, like, I'm a gentleman. Well, like, like if someone... <laughs> I'm a gentleman. <laughs> if someone, you know, like, did, like, mm-hmm. nuts, that's fine. <laughs> like... <laughs> no, just in general, not in a relationship, Jordan. <laughs> Fist bump. Romantically. Yeah. No, it's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, because I, I don't, I, I didn't know, know what else I to know, say. you're good. It's just the palm of my hand. I don't like it okay. when people touch the palm of my hand. That's fair. So, that's fair enough. No, thank you. Um, you have boundaries. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the big one. I just don't like people touching the palms of my hands. There you go. Anyway, they fall asleep together, super cute. Fall asleep next to each other, mm-hmm. um, super cute, except they're like on a dirt floor and there's a bar in between them. But um, Alina dreams of the stag in the forest. But this time, because she's been dreaming of the stag. Like a lot. Essentially, since even before they found him. Mm-hmm. Um, and But this time when she's dreaming of him and the stag dies, Mal's blood is the one that spills. It's not the stag's. It's not hers. Which, how can you tell? I don't know. She, I think when it dies, it's like she envisions Mal. Yeah. Um, I guess. And then in the morning, Ivan comes and takes Alina away. So, one <sighs> thing. Um, so, we've kind of talked back and forth about the show and the book with this chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the, what's in this chapter is not in no. in the show. No, it's and not. And I loved this part of the book. Because in the show, we don't get that Mal and Alina, like... Um, essentially the little bit of happiness that they get yeah. from the realization of their feelings yeah. and them like spending that time together. Mm-hmm. We don't get that in the show, which is fine, but I really, really enjoyed it in the book Yeah, because they're finally honest with each other. And I think that's maybe why we didn't get it in the show because they, they had the opportunity. Ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had the opportunity to be honest and have those conversations, but they hadn't had that opportunity in the book. So I did really like it. Yeah. Um, and it was sweet and it was kind of also taking them back to when they had nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still there. Like they're the only constant yeah. in each other's life. Like when you strip it all back, they're the only two things that are left. Cute. Hmm. Oh, we love it. Sad. Anyway, he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. There are so many books. <laughs> but Alina thinks he's going to die. Most people think he's going to die. The Darkling thinks he's going to die. Alina thinks he's going to die. Mal also thinks he's going to die. <laughs> Mal's like, it's fine. Um, my feet are, like, falling asleep so quickly today. I don't know what the issue is. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, so Ivan was like, all right, I gave time you your time. Go. We got to go. Hope you got some. Oh, my God. She didn't. But it's okay. That's not what they were there for. There's a literal bar in between them, Jordan. There, there are gaps between bars. I, oh, my God. <laughs> my mom's going to listen to this and call me. <laughs> be like... <laughs> What are you talking about? No, they they spent a very... We just... We literally just wrapped up talking about how wholesome and sweet and good that moment was. I'm just saying, Ivan, he doesn't know... He closed the door on his way out, and he opened it on his way in. That's all Ivan knows. Ivan, you know, I feel like Ivan's probably tired of the Darkling at this point. Yeah. Ivan's kind of probably like, why am I still here? 
which hopefully, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, TBD. Uh, and then Ivan leads, uh, he takes Alina back to her tent, and then Jenya uh, comes to the tent to help Alina get dressed. And Alina puts on the black silk kafta that she wore to the Winter Fate. Sorry, I mentioned that mm-hmm. earlier. It's actually happening now. Um, she puts on the silk kafta that she wore to the Fate with the demonstration. And Jenya does Alina's hair, but she makes sure to put it in an updo mm-hmm. to show off the collar that the Darkling requested to do that. Yeah. Um and then Ivan escorts Alina to the Darkling, and they walk to the docks together because they're going to. Mm-hmm. They're, the plan is I don't even know if we've mentioned this. The plan is um, for uh, allegedly the plan is for them to get on a sand skiff, go in the fold, and have Alina destroy it. And so everyone's mm-hmm. like super ready for that moment. So they're getting on the sk- sand skiff, and Alina sees that there are ambassadors. Um, from all the countries, all um, we have Fierden ambassadors, uh, Shuhan, and people who are with the king, the Rabkin mm-hmm. king. And the Kirch. And the Kirch, yes, can't forget them. Um, and the Darkling brought them to witness this witness great me. power yep. that he has. Yeah. Uh, but people think that she has. And so Alina's wondering, what exactly is he going to do? Because, like... we know he's not going to destroy the fold. Mm-hmm. We know that. They don't know no. that. They also don't know that um, he has Alina's she's powers. she's there against her will. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of realizing, what is he going to do? And then um, we have squallers who put wind in the sails and they start moving into the fold. And Alina does realize that now she isn't really afraid of the fold. When she's going in, she's not mm-hmm. afraid like the first time she was. But then she also realizes that she kind of once looked forward to this, to mm-hmm. pleasing the Darkling, to like being his favorite, um, and yeah. to becoming someone who was turning, being someone who was no one, turning into someone that saved the world. Yeah. Um, and so she is kind of having this discourse within herself, mm-hmm. knowing what could have possibly been, what she hoped, but now what is actually going to happen, mm-hmm. and the destruction that that might cause. Um, and so the they're on a skiff. It's going into the fold. And they are, I mean, like, a, a good chunk of the way into the fold. I don't yeah. know how to better put that. Yeah, it um, just says, for a long while... We drifted. So they're like decently, they're like they half in a, it now. We really in it now, Mel. Um, they're like like half a road's trip worth into the fold yeah. right now. Um, and then the Darkling tells the Inferni. Mm-hmm. I, we always switch. And I think both are correct. Yeah. And tells the Inferni to release fire. Um, so make it brighter. That will draw the Volcra to the sand skiff. Ooh. And so when they do that, Alina hears them coming. But she also has this realization that as they um are getting closer she hears their screams now she knows that they used to be people mm-hmm. and she she's like oh my gosh it, they sound more human now that i know that yes. they actually do sound like people it's just awful mm-hmm. oh it's just awful icky it's just um, horrible my i have the vocabulary of a child i'm just gonna say icky i feel like icky Ick. is just a really good icky way to does, describe it does a lot of different situations. Um, yes. Different contexts. So 
Anyway, as the Volker get closer, uh, the Darkling grabs Alina's arm and draws her power out. So light is literally shining out of her. Um, light shine bright. And um, I'm thinking of in Shrek, 28 minutes and 46 <laughs> seconds, um, where Fiona's like doing her final transformation, like all the light shoots out from like her fingertips yes. and stuff, the, which is a callback to Beauty and the Beast, where mm-hmm. that happens with the Beast. That's what I'm thinking of like That's right now it, with yeah. Alina. That's pretty much what's happening. Uh, and <laughs> now I'm picturing that too. Dang it, Jordan. I'm just—it's not even in a negative, like a Shreky way. Just like I feel like yeah. it's just pouring out of her. Yeah. And so light bursts out of her, illuminating the fold. Oh. So there's light all over the fold, and because of that, you can finally see what's going on around. Mm-hmm. They, people can finally see what's going on around them. So they see shipwrecks. Um, in the sand of ships that didn't make it across the fold, they see the Volcra, and uh, as as Alina's looking around, she finally understands the Grisha almost proverb of Mm -hmm. like calls to like, Mm -hmm. and so she sees that like the emptiness, the desolateness of the fold is is populated by monsters, like the just the the. That word again, it's so close, but it is. It's like the desperation, the desolation, the the it starts with a D, it does start with a D. The it's oh my gosh, I that word, it's so close of this place. Like, she let she's like, This was his soul made flesh, the truth of him laid bare in the blazing sun, shorn of mystery and shadow. It's just like it's completely. She, it's awful. It's almost the final realization that, oh, maybe the Darkling is completely dark, soulless, yes. desolate. Bereft of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she realizes that um, she sees everything and she, she comes to that realization. And she doesn't have a choice, but she follows the Darkling's command to create a path. Um, and so she makes a path of light, uh for the sand skiff to continue forward and it cuts light through the fold. So essentially mm-hmm. like a, like a headlight. Yeah. Um, like cutting a, like through. a fog light on your yes. car. And they see the people, um, in Nova Krubersk, uh, mm-hmm. and what essentially when oh, I keep saying, essentially that's my buzzword of this episode. Um, but Alina can see Nova Krubersk ahead. She can see the people, on the dock waiting for the sand skiff to get there. But before they get to that side, the skiff stops. The Darkling raises his arms and mm. sends darkness everywhere. He and, expands the fold. Yes. And Alina's like screaming like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But not not only does he put out the light that Alina has shining ahead, he, mm-hmm. he expands the fold mm-hmm. into... The town of Nova Populated area. And also, is the word desecration? Because I just remembered that word. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But that's the fold. It's desecrated. It's awful. Anyway, mm-hmm. continuing on. So, the people they just saw on the dock who were looking at the sand skiff they were on. Feeling hope and, like, unity. And then. For the first time. They are now Volcra. Snuffed out. They are literally Volcra. He did that yes. in an instant. Um, and so it takes over the entire village. Um, 
and Volcra begin to kill villagers, and then I guess also, well, I guess maybe they don't turn into Volcra. I don't think that they do this. Sorry, time. that's my bad. That was when the fold was created. Yeah. So the Volcra start killing the villagers, and they're running. They can't see anything because it's dark. And Alina's trying, trying, trying to make the light come out of her again to try and mm-hmm. save these people. Some to try to stop the Darkling, but she can't because it, all the power is still withheld with the Darkling. Uh, and then after a little bit, uh, after a little bit of time and people have kind of come, gotten to realize what he planned and what he did and what he can do, mm-hmm. the Darkling turns around to everyone on the Sandskiff and essentially tells them, I could take, I could destroy the Shuhan or I can destroy Theerda literally tomorrow if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people who are with the king say that the king won't stand for this and the Darkling tells them, He's going to do as he's told because I have all this power. You have seen the power that I have now. So who Mm -hmm. dare go against me? Uh, And he tells them that from now on there are no individual countries. That (laughs) Imagine there's no countries. God, Jordan. Because I will literally blot them off the map. It's true. (laughs) He he is so self-righteous. He He is is vindicated. Yeah. vindication <laughs> that's him right now he's like yes heck yes except not great but um, like he shouldn't be because yeah. it's bad except really no not great uh and he tells them that there is only land inside of the fold and there's um land outside of it and there will be peace so this is not a great way to bring on peace no. by forcing it he's literally holding the entire world hostage yeah he's like but peace i'm doing this for you no he's not Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then he, Anakin Skywalker type beat, <laughs> he turns to the Grisha and er, the first army soldiers who are on the skiff and tells them to tell everyone what they've seen and mm-hmm. that tell them that a new age has begun and which like so full of himself to he be like, is. I said it earlier and I'll say it again. Cult of personality. Yes. Um, and so Alina says that some people cheer, but some of the soldiers in Greece are like, what is going on? They look concerned. They're thinking that this is not what we thought was going to happen. What should we do? Do we have a choice? I don't think we have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are afraid, but they don't really care that the Darkling yeah. just destroyed a village. They Others are like, heck yeah. Yeah. Finally. It's some, my time. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, this is... This is our only choice. Some people are scared of what he's going to do. Um, some people are happy that the war is going to end. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's, it's instantly con- polarizing. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing uh, because everyone on the Sand Skiff has had a war going on their entire life. So mm-hmm. just the possibility of not being at war is huge, it's- but at what cost? Exactly. And so everyone's kind of confused... But mostly scared. Mm-hmm. And uh, so some people are celebrating. Some people are scared. Some people are confused. Everyone's feeling something. And at this <laughs> moment, the Darkling chooses to signal to Ivan. And Ivan. And Ivan heaves a big sigh. <laughs> and then heaves him out over the yeah. boat. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's heavy. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Um, so Ivan th- literally throws Mal over the boat. Mm-hmm. 
And then Alina screams and punches she Ivan. She socks him a good one. Which, good for her. Honestly. She's like, what? And then Ivan does not expect he, that. Yeah. <laughs> so his instincts kick in. He kind of makes for her, like, I'll throw you over, too. And then he's like, oh, wait, I can't. Yeah, uh, because the things like, uh-uh-uh. Because my boss is in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate that? Yeah. Big bummer. She's like his least favorite co-worker. <laughs> <laughs> to him, she's Toby from The Office. <laughs> He's like, because I hate her. That's literally Ivan. He right was now. literally shipping them two, two pages ago. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's like, throw them both overboard. Um, well, they can be together that way. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, Ivan wins. <laughs> and so Alina punches Ivan, and Alina tries to run after um, Mal, but the Darkling's power is telling Alina to make the circle of life that she still has smaller and she can't resist Mm -hmm. and she's trying to resist she's trying she's trying she's screaming she's crying um and she sees mal because the light still extends to where mal is in the sand off the boat and then the light is contracting and the darkness envelops him and he's screaming and it's clear Mm -hmm. that like the vulcra are getting close to him but then all of a sudden (gasps) alina is not on the sand skiff i mean literally she is but in her mind, she's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like she's having a vision of um, she's back in the forest with the stag, and she suddenly gets this realization of why the stag has been in her dreams for mm-hmm. probably at this point weeks. And he's not haunting her um, to taunt her for being weak, but yeah. he's trying to show Alina the power of mercy. Because mm-hmm. she showed the stag mercy. She didn't want to kill it. She said that there was another way. She was so overwhelmed by, by it and just had this instant just connection with it. It's like calls to like. Mm-hmm. She was immediately like, this is too special to to die. And even though it would have increased her power, had she killed it with her own hands, she didn't. And so it seems like, like you said, the stag mm-hmm. has been haunting her. Like, ooh, I'm dead because of you. <laughs> But he's really, the stag has been really, like, showing thank up. You. Like, thank you. Like, I, I see what you did. I saw what you did. You tried to help me. I Like, so. Now I'm helping you. Yes. And so the stag shows Alina that mercy is power and that the Darkling doesn't understand mercy. Mm-mm. And because of that, this, the Alina, Alina showed the stag mercy. And so its power belongs to her. It doesn't belong to the Darkling. Yep. And so Alina's like, <gasps> and then takes control of her power. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she gets it. This poor stag is showing up in her dreams like every night. Like, hey, hey what do I have to the do? The power of to- my life belongs to you. It's very much like a self-actualization. Mm-hmm. Like, she, as long as she didn't believe that mm-hmm. the power was hers, it wasn't. And as soon as she knew it was, it was. Which, to be fair, that's happened a lot in the book. And I do appreciate mm-hmm. Lee Bardugo kind of showing that the power is within you. Yeah, it's self-actualizing. We love you, Lee It'll Bardugo. It'll be true as soon as you know it's true. Yeah. Thank you, Lee Bardugo. Love that. Um, and so she realizes that the power is hers. And so she takes control of her power. And when she does that, she's able to expand the circle of light to include Mal. Um, and the Darkling's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold what up. is happening? <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Uh, and he tries to take the power back, mm-hmm. but she says, absolutely not. Not literally. No. She <laughs> says, I shrugged it off. It was nothing. He was nothing. And just pages before, yes, ma'am. like, let's go. Grind him beneath your heel. Like, pages before, she was like, 
everything would fall to his darkness and he could do it. He knew he could do it. I knew, everyone knew he could do it. We were nothing in the face of his age and his time. It's like, no, girlfriend. No, Go no. off. Um, again, she's realizing the power that the power that she has and that she is she can be more powerful than him. And he's real confused at this point because mm-hmm. he thinks that he has had the power the entire time. But she just literally shrugs him off like he was nothing. Mm-hmm. And she knows that he's not going to kill her because he needs to get back out of the fold. Because he can still he can still use his powers, just doesn't have hers. But as well, she yeah. knows that he needs to get out of the fold, so he's not going to kill her because she's the only way that they can. And so she performs the cut call back to the way beginning when the Darkling used the cut on um, the on Fjordan, the, the witch hunter, the Druskela. Yeah. Um, and she can do it, which she's never done because she has never done anything close with her power, like close to that magnitude mm-hmm. with her power. But she can do the cut and she cuts off part of the sand skiff. She cuts mm-hmm. off part of the boat. And the Darkling's like, and Whoa. Ivan's like, the cut? <laughs> the <laughs> what? Oops. <laughs> Everyone's real confused. He's like, now I really wish I threw you overboard. <laughs> Everyone is very confused except Alina. She's very sure of herself. Yes. Um, and this is the most sure that she has ever been. Ever. Like in her whole life, mm-hmm. probably. Uh, and so she cuts off part of the boat and the Darkling, who is agog, aghast. Aghast. <laughs> um, he tells Alina that she's not a murderer because he's still trying. He's still trying. Yeah. You got to give him props for Honestly, still trying. Honestly, he never stops trying. <laughs> um, he believes in himself enough to be like, I got this. Yeah. He did not. Uh, <laughs> narrator. He did not, in fact. And Alina asks everyone who's there if they want a dark world. She tells them if they can work together, they can stop the Darkling. Mm-hmm. And they can start a new Ravka, essentially. Mm-hmm. But everyone is too afraid of the Darkling because he has been in power for so long. And yes. they just saw what he can do. And they don't really know if she has her powers. They still think that he's stronger than her because he's, in th- like, he's he's been he's, the leader. Yeah. So everyone's too scared. And yeah. so... Alina- His Yelp reviews are higher than her. <laughs> it's true. It's like you'd rather stay with the evil you know than the one you don't. Yeah. she He has a thousand reviews. She has, like, two. She has, and one is Mel. Yeah. <laughs> and one is the Darkling. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so no one is siding with her. So she's like, I I know what I gotta do. Yeah. And she jumps off the boat mm-hmm. <laughs> and lets the light go out. So everyone else is in dark darkness, and she runs towards Mel and puts both of them in light. Everyone else is in darkness people start shooting at where they are mm-hmm. and the darkling tells him he's like you can't run but that's literally what they do mm-hmm. uh and so alina in her mind is thinking that the darkling can't come after her because if he does he's never gonna stop she thinks that he has to die but she does that mercy mm-hmm. the she doesn't think everyone else on the boat should have to die as well and the darkling is still yelling from the boat from afar. <laughs> he is. He's, like, doing his most to, like, manipulate her because she's out now. Is she gone? But he's, he's like... He's trying his hardest. He's he's even like, if you take this step, you know where it's going to lead. And she's like, ha-ha, I do, but I'm going to have to live with that. Because mm-hmm. she's like, it, will it make me more like you? Yes. But will I get out and you not, hopefully? Also, yes. So she cuts the sand skip in half... 
Yes, and, honey. And makes it a run for it. And so she and Mal start running in the sand for West Ravka in the light. She leaves everyone there because she knows, again, that the Darkling can't come after her. And this is the only hope that she has of him not coming after her. Mm-hmm. And so they hide in an orchard, which is real cute. Uh, super peaceful once they're out of the fold mm-hmm. and they start traveling towards the coast because in the book alina says that at one point oops sorry You're good. um at <laughs> one point alina says that she or mal has always wanted to live by the true sea or something um and so they start heading towards the coast and they reach mm-hmm. the sea um before dawn and they're just kind of staring at it and yep. alina is um I think at this point, yeah, they have found other, um, no, not yet, not quite. So sorry. I that's in, my, that's my in the epilogue. Yeah, I looked at my notes incorrectly. That's my bad. Um, <laughs> so they're at the, at the true sea and then, um, Mal takes some of the gold pins that were in Alina's hair and says that he'll use them to buy clothes because they have no money, uh, mm-hmm. but they have gold hair pins. So that'll, that'll get you something. And you wonder if maybe Jinya did that on purpose. Oh, you know, you wonder because when she was doing her hair, she like, they didn't say anything to each other, but she pressed her cheek against Alina's cheek. It like Mm -hmm. gave her a little hug, even though they didn't say anything. I wonder. That is interesting. And then speaking of Jenya, Alina's thinking of her Mm -hmm. and she's sad that she's never going to see her again, but she's trying not to think about any of the bad or what she just did, leaving those Mm -hmm. people to potentially die. Um, she wants, she's feeling bad about what she did, but a part of her wants to feel as powerful as she did in that moment because she didn't think she could perform the cut. She didn't think she could do that. Um, she doesn't want to think of the people who died, who might be dead, what she might have done, but she, a part of her craves that power. Yeah. Which is kind of scares her. Yeah, because Mel's like, oh, we'll find a way to get the collar off of you. And she was like, the hell you say? (laughs) This is mine. (laughs) I think like not. she got really possessive over it, kind of like schmeagled over it, like in Lord of the Rings, like my precious. She's like, um, no, thank you, no, thank you. Because it is, it's, it's very powerful, and that power is enchanting. powerful. It's <laughs> that power. I was is looking powerful. for what's the word? It's the we're struggling with the words today. We should have a book podcast. <laughs> um, it's alluring. It's like seductive. There mm-hmm. it is. There you go. There's the word. Uh, and so. Alina's waiting for Mal because he took the pins to go get supplies for them. Mm-hmm. And she's waiting for him all day and she's getting a little anxious. Um, and he comes back uh, and brings like this ugly outfit for her. <laughs> Leave it to the man. <laughs> <laughs> I got you this, babe. And it's like a potato sack. Yeah. Oh, we are also... How does the chapter end? Because this is all in the epilogue, correct? Yeah. So the yeah. chapter ends with them burning the black kefta. Ooh. Cause she's like, I never, and he kind of jokes like, I never want to see you in black again. And he, he's like, kind of joking, but he's but like, not. He's like, don't. He's ever. like, but also seriously, like, it's like wearing another team's colors. <laughs> it is. It really is. Um, but they burned the black kefta, and that's how the book ends. Um, but then we have the uh, or the last chapter ends, but mm-hmm. then we have the epilogue, and so this is where, um, they, uh, he brings back the a change of clothes Mm -hmm. um they burn the kefta yada 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 um and he pulls a scarf to cover the collar because that's Mm -hmm. gonna do it because people are yeah anyway uh and 
he tells her that they're going to figure out a way to get rid of the collar. And she's like, mm, no, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, but she kind of hides it by saying, oh, it's the only way we can get rid of the fold. It's, yeah, this is the only way I have the power. It's their insurance policy, mm-hmm. basically. And Mal is kind of like, um, I don't know about that. Because he senses that she wants to keep it because she feels that power. Mm-hmm. And then she remembers the Darkling's warning about, you know, what essentially what has become of him could, she could become it as well. Yeah. But she promises Mal that they'll get rid of the collar as soon as they can. Um, and they burn the kefta, and mm-hmm. Mal pulls the rest of the pins from Melina's hair. Because um, they'll use those later, probably. Because yep. they have no money, and that is it. And then he kisses her and holds her, and they kind of go into the sunset at the sea. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So, And that's Shadow and Bone. Yeah. Sorry that last chapter was a little muddled, but we'll go back to the show. It was real fast. Yeah, now so, we'll go back to the show. So it, uh, this chapter is pretty similar to the show. Yeah, I would say most mm-hmm. of the beats are the same with the addition of the Six of Crows cast. Yes. And that um, Mal is free. Yes. In the belly of the skiff and mm-hmm. not a prisoner at mm-hmm. this point. And we also get another, don't you dare say you'll meet me in the meadow. Um, <laughs> it's true, though. I had to do one accent. You had, to, you had to get one in. Had to get it in there. So it's pretty similar. Uh, she gets the power back. Well, actually, in the show, the yes. power, she doesn't just pull the power back to mm-hmm. her. Um, in the show, the Darkling has a piece of yes. the antlers in his it, yeah. hand. And so when it's she gets her powers back, she cuts. She, like, pops it yeah. out. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, this is going to sound so gross, but you're going to understand, and it'll make sense. Um, like eggs in a basket toast, <laughs> where the egg is in the the toast. She pops the egg out of the toast, basically. Yeah, but the toast is his hand, and the egg is a piece of ant- magical antler. And so by, by doing that, they show the physical um, separation mm-hmm. of the Darkling and the Stag's power. Which makes sense, which that, I appreciate. That reads well yeah, on screen. It does. Uh, and she saves... Um, she Everybody. saves more people than just her and Mal um, in the show. Yes. But both very similar. And they also it also ends with her burning the kefta. Mm-hmm. Um, it ends, and I, I thought the way they ended was really mm-hmm. great. And it's why I'm really excited for season two. Because the main cast of, most of the main cast, of Shadow and Bone and Six of Crows are all on one vessel. And it's like the launching point for Siege and Storm, and for Six of Crows. Which I absolutely loved. so good. <laughs> I absolutely loved that about the show, is that you got to see your favorite characters from both mm-hmm. books interact, um, which was absolutely fantastic. So. In a way that felt truthful to all the characters mm-hmm. in the books. Yes. Um, but that is the end of our Shadow and Bone uh, summary of the book and the show. Uh, our next episode will be just kind of an overall recap of debrief. our debrief. That's a good word. We are really struggling with words We're today. Big struggling. It is but only Wednesday. Okay. Don't say that. It's fine. That's gross. <laughs> um, but our next episode will be a debrief of, of everything that we have gone over. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining us up until this point, up to chapter 22 of Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can <laughs> send us an email at twomournerspod at gmail.com. Two is spelled out. But until that point, happy, happy heisting! heisting.
拜。